You're listening to the All American Actors Podcast, episode 32. In today's episode, we are talking about why mimicry is the worst way to learn the U.S. accent. That's coming up next. Ready to go behind the scenes and learn what it really takes to build a sustainable career as a working actor in the U.S. film and TV industry? Join me, Katherine Beck, your all-American accent coach, as I give you the insight and inspiration to take action on your career. Learn my best tips and tricks to performing with an American accent and hear from working actors and other industry professionals to give you a comprehensive overview of this biz we call showbiz. This is the All-American Actors Podcast. We will get to today's episode in just a sec, but first I want to give a huge shout out to one of my youngest students, Ava, and her dad who says, can't wait to sink our teeth into all these episodes. The first three are so good. Catherine is an amazing U.S. accent coach who has been working with my nine-year-old daughter through 2020. When you receive comments back from U.S. managers saying they can't pick an Australian accent at all when self-tapes have been submitted, you know you are getting the right results. Catherine is meticulous in her approach and so easy to listen to. A true pro. Thank you so much, Ava and Andy. Ava really has been putting in the work on her American accent, and it's starting to pay off. And I am so honored and proud to be your coach, to help support you along the way and watch your incredible acting journey unfold. And thank you so much for your five-star review. And if you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so. I have so many more incredible episodes lined up that you will not want to miss. So if you're subscribed, you're going to get those episodes right in your podcast ready to go each week. So if you're loving this podcast, go ahead, leave that five-star review and let me know. Okay, now one of my skills when I coach is the ability to listen to an actor speaking. And through what I am hearing, I have a very good ear to hear the sounds and know where the sounds are placed within the mouth, how the sounds are getting formed, and then duplicate the same action so I can match what you're doing based on what I hear. Now, this is not something I was born with, but rather a skill I developed over time for a variety of different reasons. One being when I was a voice actor in Los Angeles, every now and then I would be asked to audition as a voice match, which basically means you're replacing another actor like a celebrity. So, for example, it might be for an animated role in a feature film where, for example, for me, it happened once recently where there was a celebrity who did a role of a character in an animated film. And then for the second feature film, they were looking for a voice match to voice match that celebrity for that role. So it comes up all the time. It could be maybe for like a toy, a product of that character that perhaps the celebrity is not able to do the voice work for that toy. And they're looking for a voice match, somebody that sounds just like them or very similar to do that job. So there's a variety of different reasons why you might be asked to do a voice match. So basically, when I've been asked to do a voice match in the past, how I learned how to do this skill is I would listen to the voice over and over and over again, and I would think about the sound acoustics, how the sound was landing, where the sound was traveling within the mouth, and I would try and duplicate how I thought the sounds were being formed. Now, let me tell you, voice matching is not easy. 
And I never actually booked a job doing voice matching. I know other actors who have. But what I learned from all those voice matching auditions was how to get in tune with my vocal instrument, how to shape sounds with my voice, with my articulators, and how to listen to duplicate and match. Little did I know that that training would come in handy years later when I became an American accent coach. Now, here's the thing. And you might be wondering, but Catherine, this episode is all about why mimicry isn't the best way to learn the U.S. accent. And yes, that is true. That is my opinion, and I am sticking to it. But don't you worry. I'm going to explain why mimicry is not the best way to learn. So let's dive into that now. Okay, so here's my take on why mimicry isn't the best way to learn the U.S. accent. And it's simple. When you are born outside of the U.S., you have likely heard the American accent on various television shows and movies throughout the years. So you have a subtle idea of what the accent sounds like. Now, it's interesting. When you look up the definition of mimicry, I found this one definition. It was the psychological definition, which defines mimicry as an imitation of gestures, behaviors, facial expressions, speech, and movements. An imitation of speech. Think about that. An imitation. But when you think about our goal, when we want to inhabit another character, it really isn't to imitate or copy or mimic, but to find truthfulness and a connection to the character. When we imitate or mimic, there's this feeling of like a detachment, a lack of authenticity there. And often I hear from my actors that they don't feel connected to the accent or they feel like the accent is sort of like detached from them or that their voice goes into like a different part of the register when they're speaking in the American accent. And I wonder and I think And I challenge you to think, is this because we're starting off at a point of mimicry? So there's already that imitation, that detachment there. And look, I'm not saying that mimicry is a bad way to learn the U.S. accent. I'm just saying I think there are better ways to learn the U.S. accent. And that mimicry should only be used as a starting point for learning the accent. But it should not be the ending point to learning your accent or any other accent that you really want to fully inhabit. Developing your ear for the accent is a useful skill, but it is not the only sense you need to be using to fully inhabit the accent. You need to really get in touch with your other senses to fully understand and connect yourself and the character to the accent. So, next time you're practicing your American accent or prepping for an audition or a role, think about this. Do you want to be an imitation of the character? or truly live within and connect to the character. The choice is yours. And if you're ready to start truly connecting to your character and learning how to master the all-American accent, then I invite you to join me for my next five-day all-American challenge where we are going to be looking at what it takes to truly master this accent. The challenge is starting really soon. So if you want to sign up, head over to katherinebeck.com slash challenge, and I will see you there. Now, if you love this episode, go ahead, let me know. Take a screenshot of the show, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me in it at Catherine underscore Beck underscore. You can find me there. If you've got any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the podcast, let me know. 
And coming up next week on the show, I'm going to be talking about why thinking about the U.S. character from your point of view is preventing you from booking the role. Now make sure to share the show with all your actor friends. Let them know what's coming up next week and invite them to tune in with you and learn how to become an all-American actor so you can be the working actor you dream to be. Until then, go practice your American accent, and I'll see you back here next time.